The CCMA has ruled in favour of an employee with regards to application of a mandatory vaccination policy. This is Stuff Employers Should Know. Welcome to Stuff Employers Should Know, proudly brought to you by LabourNet, management's ultimate HR solution. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Barry Gordon-Davis, and across from me, finally, is Yes and Yes Like It Ismail, our audio producer, and keeping our voices in check, which means that I'm back in the studio. Thank goodness, no more absenteeism or um, remote recordings from me. In January this year, being 2022, we did an episode discussing that the CCMA had ruled that a termination as a result of the implementation of a mandatory vaccination was fair. And since then, we've seen that there's been many, many cases that have gone through the commission, which confirms the same. Uh, Now, recently, we saw the lifting of the state of disaster and subsequently the lifting of all lockdown regulations. Um, However, we know that in employment circles, the departments of employment and labor have implemented a code of good practice, which I did speak about in a recent episode. But this really does all set the scene because in Komotsu Chatsu versus Baroque Medical PTY Limited, the CCMA awarded an employee or the employee the maximum compensation for an unfair dismissal based on operational requirements because the employee did not comply with the employee's mandatory vaccination policy. In the commissioner's findings and also you could say opinions, and there were many, um, it was found that there was no place for vaccinations in employment and that the dismissal was actually unconstitutional, which has now obviously sent shockwaves through the labor market. Uh, more particularly for employers who have implemented mandatory vaccination policies and even more so for those who have effected terminations as a result. However, is this case really the cause for concern that it is being made out to be? And I don't think so. We need to understand that this case sets no precedent on the matter. At most, it actually confirms what we've been advising since the start, i.e. when the directive providing for mandatory vaccination policies was released. In this case, the commissioner had to determine if it was really an operational requirement for the employee to get a COVID-19 vaccination per the mandatory vaccination policy, and the employee or the applicant refused to do so due to medical reasons and backed up their refusal with two medical certificates. But despite this, the respondent did not accept these certificates and retrenched the employee without severance, which the commissioner was very critical on. And the employer had stated that they had not provided reasonable or substantiated medical certificates. Now, in regards to mandatory vaccination policies, it helps to split it into the implementation aspect of it, which is what process was being used, as well as what evidence and considerations and assessments were made to decide to implement the, the mandatory vaccination policy and in what form was it. Then we get the application thereof, where if required due to, um, let's say, be applied against an unvaccinated employee, what was then done to ensure a procedurally and substantively fair termination in the absence of reasonable accommodation? Now, the commissioner looked at the implementation of the mandatory vaccination policy and stated that the respondent had led no evidence on the effectiveness of the policy. The commissioner also found that in essence – the only real alternative offered to the applicant was to get vaccinated. It was either that or nothing. So they said that it was uh, not a reasonable offer, and as such, severance should not have been denied. So ultimately, it seems as if the employer in this case merely relied on its policy and did not provide any evidence relating to the existence of an actual risk assessment plan, 
and the content of such a risk assessment plan, as well as what it used to necessitate the implementation of its mandatory vaccination policy in the first place. It also then failed to provide fair reason as to the subsequent application of of the mandatory vaccination policy against the employee in question. So despite the arguably um, unfounded and obviously personal views that were made by the commissioner on mandatory vaccination policies in general, which um, I believe would not have been so palatable probably in late 2021, um, it may very well be that the commissioner is actually justified in finding that the dismissal was unfair in this case as the company had failed to lead appropriate evidence and necessary evidence in the matter. So, it's most likely that this award will be taken on review at the Labour Court as the employer in in question had previously actually received different awards for the same policy from the CCMA. But our advice to employers has always been from the get-go and and as per previous episodes is that there is a need to provide a proper and adequate risk assessment which needs to identify the steps an uh, employer has taken to maintain a safe working environment based on their unique business, their unique workplace, and the unique circumstances for that particular employer. Now, in addition to this, an employer must then be able to justify the implementation of the policy that is being put in place, and then when it is applied, it should not be done as a blanket approach, and the individual circumstances of each matter needs to be considered reasonably by the employer and evidence provided as such. So this award does not mean that the mandatory vaccination policies that are currently implemented or the the fact that it can be implemented is unlawful or unconstitutional. In fact, we are still waiting for the first case that will most likely go all the way to the, the, the constitutional court once it goes through the court systems. But despite the fact that the CCMA award is not authority, in addition to add in a spanner to the works currently, it seems as even some major companies are now making a about turn on their MVPs. And the media have reported that Standard Bank in particular is actually considering re-employing any employees dismissed through the application of their own policy. So it is interesting times, which we will obviously keep up to date on. However, at this point in time, the stance is quite clear that there is an emphasis on the reason and proper risk assessment on the implementation of a policy and then substance and procedure when it comes to the application of one's policy and those have yet to be proven to be unlawful or unconstitutional. So now there's going to be many views and opinions on this particular matter. So if you want to give us yours, or if you just want to hit us up as usual, drop us an email at sesk at labornet.com or find us on any of the social media platforms. So until the next episode from myself and Yas, stay safe and cheers. Stuff Employers Should Know was proudly brought to you by LabourNet, management's ultimate HR solution. For more episodes from Stuff Employers Should Know, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you play your favorite shows. Case law or statutes referenced in the podcast are current at the time of recording.